Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Guys, our very best sale is on now. It's 20% off every single category. Lighting, chandeliers, rugs, whatever you need. Bedding, you might need a new nightstand. Maybe you need a new rug for in front of your bathtub. We've got every single category on sale at the same time. It's the very best sale of our whole year and it's on right now. So go to our website for the very perfect one of a kind piece, or you can say big on an entire room refresh. Just go to alicelanehome.com. Or if you want to work with one of our complimentary home furnishings design team members, you just need to call 800-359-4906. Again, that's 801-359-4906. Click one, just talk to a stylist and they'll put you in touch with a home furnishings design team member that can help you pull your room together. That's complimentary. Or if you like to do it yourself, alicelanehome.com is open 24 hours a day. Shop our very best sale on right now. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Uh, This is part two of exteriors updating the outside of your home. I'm Jess Bennett. She owns the place, guys. She owns Alice Lane. I'm Suzanne Hall. And I say like a lot. (laughs) (laughs) Suzanne is our spirit animal. That's awesome. She's super fun. And she has three really adorable little guys. And we have Corey Place on the mic and the soundboard. I'm Corey Place. It's me. Yeah, I work at Alice Lane. Yeah, Yeah. court place (laughs) over special projects. Yes, I do anything that's just yeah, whatever needs to get done at Alice Lane, I do it. Such as the podcast. Such as the podcast. That's why we're here. Awesome, welcome guys. Jess is the queen of transitional design. So (laughs) she she pioneered this movement in Utah. So high five, Jess. High five. Slap hands. Boom. Yeah. Awesome. Thanks for joining (laughs) us today, guys. Uh, We got through. the first part of all the listener questions on how to update the exteriors of your home in the year 2022. And so right now we are at the point of stucco. People want to know if they can paint stucco. Mm. I think we kind of briefly touched on this. I think it depends on your climate. Mm-hmm. Honestly, we'd talk to the experts on, the, mm-hmm. on this one. You can, but I imagine that if you live in a place like Utah, where we have four seasons that are quite extreme, it's mm-hmm. going to need to be repainted like yeah. probably in the next five to seven years. It's I not, imagine It's not a 25 year finish. No, it's yeah. not. It's just, it's topical it's mm-hmm. foundation. You yeah. Know? So yes. it's going to, it's going to corrode and it's going to show wear. And so just do it and then move sell your house within Quick. three to five years it. and you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah. yeah. But you can't, I think there are products where you can like skim coat it. If you want to smooth out your stucco and you want to like actually get a different color to that, that's probably what I would do if you were planning on staying here for a while. Love it. Yep. Let's talk about siding and hardy board. We mm-hmm. saw this movement sort of pop up in the early 2010s, I would mm-hmm. say. Yep. So people want to know how to create interest. I feel like by that question, they must mean, are you going to run the hardy board all the same direction? Or are you going to do the, um, the eaves vertical and the body horizontal and then switch it for the garage and then pop it back for the front door. <laughs> Jess, you to, I want to hear door. your answer to this question. Yeah, I'm, Go, I'm waiting. I, I feel like there's some real tricky hardy board directional stuff going on. And I do think keeping it all the same direction right now, just like that more monolithic design is yeah. beautiful. Yeah. You too. I think when you start to get tricky, I think it's trying too hard. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah. We don't, 
Mm-hmm. You need to play Tetris with our hardy board. Yeah, so, yeah, totally. And there's, there's, let's talk about the different styles of hardy boards. So there's one that looks like shake shingles, mm-hmm. right? And then there's vertical flats that sit on top of hardy board, like in sheets. Yes. Right? Yeah. Yep. And then usually you'll hide the seam with another vertical board that runs mm-hmm. over the top of it. Mm-hmm. And then there's um, the horizontal boards, right? Yep. So you can do vertical horizontal and shakes. Yep. And sometimes they'll mix it. Like they'll put the shakes up in the eaves and you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's kind of a lot. So I think it's a lot. Yeah. 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 I would say stick to one thing. I think so too. Yeah. Stick to one thing, stick to one direction. Yeah. And then hardy board can be painted. I don't know how often it needs to be repainted. Um, I don't know the exact day, but I know date, like time, time frame, but it, it does last longer than like painting brick or painting, you know, mm-hmm. or stucco or something like that. Yeah. So, Probably yeah. like a 20 year finish yeah. or something. Yeah. Yep. You can choose it a new adheres color. better. Yeah. Whatever's, whatever's trending at the you time. Betcha. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I see a lot of white right now in the name Everywhere. of farmhouse mm-hmm. here in the Utah area surrounding where I live. Um, I think, so, I think it's honestly everywhere. If national everywhere. brands like Target yeah. and all these people are clouding that style, then for sure. We all got the itch yes. to paint everything white. And I we're here to tell you people, to simmer down. Yes. People love a yeah. portion of Hardy and they love a painted brick house. Yeah. yeah. So mm-hmm. they'll kind of play around with those in Utah right now. Yep. If you were going to do. Kind of makes me want to do the opposite thing right yes, now. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Like if, if you were going to use Hardy uh-huh. on your house, yeah. what do you pair it with? Or do you only do Hardy? That's a good question. I think you still get stone in the foundation. foundation mm-hmm. stone. I, I have a thing where my stone runs underneath the dirt about like two feet. Yeah, that's awesome. And then there's an L iron underneath that holds that so that, you know, it stays. And um, it was, I remember the architect drawing it in and saying this would be a really good feature because then you really believe that this, the home has a stone foundation and you don't see concrete coming up as a foundation and then you see the rock applied surface. like yeah. like two 12, feet yeah. up or yep. something. So I think that's a really beautiful look stone foundation that you could do hardy on top in some sections. Maybe you'd even do stucco to smooth out certain moments where mm. it doesn't. Because there's so many lines right now, especially yeah. because there's people doing hardy board on the, I mean, um, shiplap. Yeah. Mm. They'll do shiplap on the inside of the house, especially if they have hardy board everywhere outside. They're like, I got to get more sake lines. more farmhouse. I got to get more lines everywhere. So just a whole lot of rhythm yeah. happening Super dizzy. right now. Yeah. So I think the eye just kind of wants to rest on that. And also I think you won't tire as quickly of your style of home or it won't be such a time stamp. Yes. Yep. So I have um, real cedar shakes on mine that are in the form of shakes and I have a stone foundation, like I said. And then in some of my, um, the back of my home, I have stucco that's the same color as my shakes mm-hmm. and I have like real cedar up in the eaves and whatnot. So it's a cost savings trick for um, just the west facing side of my house where it's mm-hmm. so hot and those shingles just didn't stand a chance for long. Mm-hmm. So Smart. anyway, so that's working at my place, but trying to get this stucco color to match my cedar shakes was took me 12 took tries, us, like yeah. I said, on the, on the first version of this. So, so be patient with yourself, do a lot of sampling yeah. and make sure that the paint color, whatever you're doing for your hardy, for your stucco, all those things like that. It actually works in your environment and it comes, it looks like what you want it to look like. For sure. Yeah. Okay. So this is um, another question. Can you replace hardy board for a brick exterior? And we were saying you would just take, apply it. you would take yeah. the hardy off mm-hmm. 
and then you would brick your home, but you wouldn't yeah. put the brick on top of Hardy. No. no. Yeah. No, I think Corey, you made a good a point at the last episode that you like the more things that you're like piling on top of each other, just the more vulnerable that gets to the elements and it starts to, yeah. it starts to just like rot in between when water seeps in. So. Yep. Exactly. So just tear it off, wash your foundation off and put a new one mm-hmm. on, put your mask on. This question is hardy board versus brick. What's the cost difference? I'm going to for sure say hardy board is a lot less expensive yes, than for masonry. Sure. Yeah. You're going to cover way more square footage with, with each sheet that you put mm-hmm. up. It's going to go on a lot faster. If you think about brick, you've yeah, got to like, grouting. you got to like right. butter it. You got to stick it on. You got to butter <laughs> the next one, stick it on. It's a really long process. Yep. And also you're, you're creating like a home that's going to just hopefully stand forever. Right. It's the three pigs guys. Mm-hmm. Yep. How, how do you, how do you guys feel about just like the face brick? You know what I mean? Just Thin like that. You, oh. No, it's like, just like that. Thin brick. Yeah. Thin brick. Mm, I don't like it. I've seen people do it on the interior of the home, like back when industrial was yeah. a thing and they were like, I've got Edison bulbs and thin brick on my walls. You mm, know what I mean? Yeah. I don't know. It's, it's fictitious. It's not. It's like, have you seen people with veneered teeth? Like, yes. You know, you know, that's not real, right? Yep. Yeah. There's like something to the thickness and the opacity of it that you're like, whoa. You know what I mean? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's with the teeth. Now for the for the <laughs> thin brick. I don't know. There's just something amiss on it. It's I a can't super miss. It yeah. Just like the seams of it, the thickness of the ground, like everything. Yeah. I don't like it. Don't do I it. will say this. Like if you're going to go to the extent of like taking off siding to put brick on, study the ex- exterior brick homes and mm-hmm. like foundationally how those were built. If you see a side of a house it has all the brick laying the same exact way. It's all brick laid and just stacked and it's running from the base all the way up to the roof. Um, it's, that's not authentic. If you look at like traditional bricks house, that's why you see soldier stacks and stuff for the substance of like holding up walls. Yeah. You'd see soldier stacks. You'd see like the ends, you know, what is also that? facing soldier stack is when you turn the brick vertically mm-hmm. and then run them in a row row. So it's kind of like a row of soldiers, mm-hmm. right? They'll usually do and like then, a belt line around yeah. a home or yeah. they'll do a, some break. Yeah. yeah. But then even like when you see like the end of bricks, you'll, if you look at like traditional brick homes, mm-hmm. you see the ends of Your bricks and portions that. of that. Doesn't yeah. She? yeah. Yeah. You'll see the ends of them. Cause again, just like structurally, that's what would help hold up this home, you oh, know, I against imagine. elements. And so if you just like built up, Lincoln logs, right? Just like straight up without having any cross members. Like that's the same thing. Like it's gonna, it's, it's fake and it's not going to look real. And so if you're going to go to the extent of adding brick, think about that study pictures and make it authentic. Like this was actually built in the era that you're trying to build a story off of. Right. Yeah. Okay. Switching gears. Let's talk about color. Color. Okay, this is a question. Look, look, Somebody look. wants to know if black and white homes are overdone or too trendy. Right now I'm feeling, yeah, for sure. In our area, that's what we're seeing a it's lot of. Op- it's optic white and it's deep, dark black. Whenever we use any of those colors, whenever we're using whites, we're going to a very soft, white, more taupey mm-hmm. white that looks like it's been sun-kissed. We were looking, when we use dark colors to contrast, we're going more charcoals, inks, mm-hmm. things like that that aren't so blatant mm-hmm. and that I think that's the rookie mistake I think when you're using bright white and dark black mm-hmm. on everything there's just no artistry to it yeah so for sure it's trendy it's everywhere what about a black like a black home you know what I'm into it yeah. <laughs> and probably because it's not white we've done a couple homes here 
I remember we did a home back when like white was really trending. Yeah. And we talked about it on episode one where we used this like refurbished brick. It had an awesome texture. She always wanted this white house and she had debated like even back then of going to a black window or a white window. And ultimately we did the white window just cause that's the most long lasting. And I'm so mm-hmm. glad we did this 10 years later, Yeah, but that's what we decided to do. And then she had this like pool house that we did this um, more charcoal color. Mm-hmm. And that was more of that shingle yeah. shingled look. And that was the dark. And I loved that house. We also mm-hmm. did a home up in Seattle where they were remodeling mm-hmm. and it was of that, you know, kind of that same time period where she's just like, do I paint my brick? That was kind of an orangey red. And she yeah. was, they just bought this house and they were trying to make it theirs. And she's like, do I paint it white or, or what? And we proposed in the end, we did Photoshop renderings. We did all these things to try and see like what she would lean toward, but we ended up doing it like this beautiful, dark, charcoaly black. And it's so beautiful. And it was so, so unexpected. Pretty. And the fun thing about like Seattle or any of these homes is when you envision your landscaping. I feel like the landscaping mm-hmm. is key. And when you envision green on top of any of these colors, even a white, the white home, that's when it starts to get interesting. Even like the black home, the green, that Seattle mm-hmm. green against that black home was so beautiful. And again, yeah. it wasn't like a strict dark jet black. Mm-hmm. It was warmer and it looked like it had been there for a long time and it was beautiful. That's yeah. awesome. I agree. We have a black house that just went up at the top of our street and the landscaping is new, but you can just tell like the greens are so green. I feel like this summer and you kind of get that effect, but with Seattle, you have all these lush big trees and it just feels so historical. It's lovely. It stands out, like you said, and everything just pops. Yeah. And they did, I think they did like brick pavers. So like that historic treatment, Mm -hmm. like surrounding the house. It's a very true, authentic story. Yeah. And it's a story, it's a storybook. I feel like she sold that home and got so many offers. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Like this again, this was a a while ago when she sold the home and bought another home. And anyway, yeah, I think it's a good move and I think it's refreshing. And I think anything done in good taste is going to be long lasting. Yeah. I agree. You know, people always ask that, like how, how, how do I make sure that this isn't going to be, you know, trendy or tiresome and classic. And, Mm -hmm. and if it's done in good taste, like in your personal style, like, other people are going to react to it and they're going to want to, they're going to bite. Yeah. So don't feel like you have to lean into the trend because that will, anyway, we're all sick of it. I'm so bored. (laughs) Did you know that 35% of adults report experiencing poor sleep quality? Let me put you onto something that is going to transform your sleep. Cozy Earth Bedding is temperature regulating people. This is huge. If you and your spouse do not sleep at the same temperature, which most people don't, I'm freezing. My husband's hot. This is a massive benefit and breakthrough for us when we started sleeping on Cozy Earth. You can both sleep on the same mattress with the same sheets and be completely comfortable. They also have a 100-night sleep trial guarantee and a 10-year warranty, which I don't know of anybody that does this. They're that confident in the product, and so am I. When I first touched Cozy Earth products, I could not believe the soft hand on it. It also almost has like a cool feel to your hand, to your um, hand. It's like slippery dolphin, like your feet swishing around is so, so addictive. I can't sleep with anything but cozy earth sheets. I'm obsessed. Um, Also, you need to treat yourself to the ultimate comfort with cozy earth. I love the sleepwear. I love the sweats and the bedding is amazing. You can prioritize your self-care your sleep health, 
If you just head over to CozyEarth.com and use the promo code DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. You guys, we don't have to wait for a sale. You can use this anytime. Again, the code is DEARALICE for an exclusive 35% off. Better sleep awaits you with Cozy Earth. I'm the White House, guys. Okay, this one's kind of hard to answer. Um, The question is, how many colors should I aim for on an all-stucco house? Well, how many materials are you? Well, I think there's like the roof, right? The stucco itself. And then I would think that you maybe have, uh, I guess you don't have masonry. You'd have the color of the windows or maybe even the color. I do have colored front door maybe. Mm -hmm. Or So try for three. We love odd numbers. Yeah. What about like if you do EFIS, like a casing around the window? Mm -hmm. Would you do? Call it out? Yeah. I don't know. I think I just keep it the same. I keep Yeah. Same as the stucco color of stucco on the home. Yeah, I think so. Okay. Yeah. And again, and like if we do that in that window and you're doing white, I'd make sure that like the windows match that mm-hmm. surrounding of the window. Yep. yep. Makes sense. I agree. Okay. okay. Next question. Exterior paint color that isn't black or white. Ooh, uh, you're fun. <laughs> <laughs> what color do you like? We'll find the tone. Um, I feel like there are like, just like you were saying, there are pretty colors in every like primary color portion of the color. Wheel. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, primary second, we're always going to lean towards secondary colors because oh, okay. it feels a little bit more historic. It feels a little bit more, it's just more interesting and not so literal. Mm-hmm. Which I think most people would be drawn to like, I don't think you're going to pick a primary color. I'm not going to pick red blue, yeah. or yellow, right? You're going to have it. But I think a good way, spot to start is like Ben Moore has a historic color realm if you're looking at colors i would start to look at those if you it also depends on where you live you know yeah, if you're in san francisco and yeah. you have a dollhouse yeah go for go it for it go yeah. for it go for it also so Fa- pretty. pharaoh and ball is so cute like just mm-hmm. for color wise cheers and i think a lot of those have a little bit of that that history is definitely like embodied in the color palette that they use i'm drawn to like more mexican style architecture and mm-hmm. homes and things and so like I know it would stand out like a sore thumb on my street, but I've looked at pinks. I've looked at oranges. I've looked because any of those shades mm-hmm. are really, really fun. And I think if you're living in a, on a street that has a lot of variety, um, you don't want your house to just be like mm-hmm. a complete, you know, completely out of, yeah, out of sorts. Mm-hmm. So respect that, respect the architecture. Definitely. And the demographic. But I, I will say that, I don't know, there's some homes that pop up here that I'm just like, that doesn't belong in Utah. Yeah. Completely. Anyway, I think too, like if you're a craftsman home, then you can probably choose a really beautiful secondary color of blue gray or mm-hmm. something like that. We have a, my in-laws have a lake cottage on Lake Erie and it's called Lakeside and every home in there is a different color. And theirs is um, right on the lake and it's red. And actually funny enough, it's called the farmhouse. That's fun. Yeah. And it's, it's really lovely. It has a huge, massive deck up on the second level and a two and porch, swings porch yeah. and yeah, really dreamy like that. So anyway, every, and then like the neighbor's house is yellow and another neighbor's house is green. we have an area here in Utah called daybreak that is also like lake type mm-hmm. houses and it's every color. We have a friend that has like a teal house, yeah. really, really soft I guess it's more light bluish, but yeah, but the white casings and everything kind of help neutralize it and mm-hmm. kind of tie it into some of the other, other homes in the area too. Yeah. I think vacation homes historically 
you know, depending on the community where you want to live, like Park City Main Street, right? Yeah. The row of houses up above it, you're going to find every color. My so brother happy. has a um, another like lake house down in St. George on a lagoon. And um, in the covenants, everybody's house is a different color chosen by the community. So he didn't get to choose his, but it's like a green color. Cute. It's cute. And that's how you can tell them apart. And they rent the houses as well. So like, oh, we're in the greenhouse this week. People just love it. It's yeah. it's really um, playful. I think it's idyllic and gives you really happy feelings. So it's interesting that it's always by water in Scotland too. Yeah. I did an internship out there and like the hillsides would just be basted and just like these really colorful historic houses. And it was so happy that. and there were always like obviously a ton of green mm-hmm. water nearby. And there's just, there's something about that. I feel the, I think the mistake though, it's kind of a bummer about Utah. It is, it is a sea of brown. I know now we're seeing all these white like house communities, but I don't think we were in a good place before that mm-hmm. <laughs> either. Like architecturally, I don't, I don't know like what we're bringing to the table, but. Well, the white is like a polar opposite from where it was. Opposite. So, yeah, so I think pro- there's some like. It's medium. an overcorrection. Yep. Yeah. 100%. So. I think, I think Sue, your very best answer so far is like look at Pharaoh and ball paint deck for sure. They're like historical colors. Also Ben Moore has a historical colors mm-hmm. section and all of the paints start with HC for yeah. historical color. I think you're not going to go wrong if you choose either of, of those. those as a jumping off point yeah. to answer that. Question. So fun. Yeah. Let's talk about landscaping. Cool. People want to know about fencing. Guys. Yeah. What are your thoughts on fencing? I know it kind of depends on the neighborhood and the covenants and what you're allowed to do and um, Guys, does this stress so anybody else? Because you share fences with neighbors. Oh, yeah. So when they throw up fences, all of a sudden you have just like, there's a white vinyl and then there's that metal yeah. fence over here. And like, anyway, um, I don't know. I This is something that like, like we're looking into. Quilt. We're looking into like trying to figure out what we want around our property and like how we want to landscape it and all that. And I, so I'm looking, I'm like heightened to it. Like I'm quick into all these fences that I'm mm-hmm. seeing everywhere. And new homes that are like obviously getting new fences aren't doing a good job picking them. They're just like all these what are like, they doing? just like all these like weird embossed rocks that I know aren't rock and they're fake and they're, you can tell colors. They're fake I just, your eyeballs. I'd rather see just like a smooth stucco with like columns and breaks. Like mm-hmm. every so often. I think they do that on the freeway too. They emboss rocks in yeah. concrete yeah, and do. they paint it colors Ooh. and they'll also emboss in like the city, like Lehigh city. If you want a rock fence, build a rock fence, yeah. Louise, or keep it for, if it's just going to be another Too material. Too much work, Sue. Yeah, I know. They're going to just fake it out with the I embossed know. rock concrete fence. <laughs> anyway, what, I'm just why don't we real... tell them, let's tell them what kind of fence you would ideally put up in your yard if you could afford everything. I could afford everything. What's the very best a, choice? I like the question. black. I like the wrought iron where you can see the yeah, yard. I do too. I, that's what one half of our neighbors doing. And I think mm-hmm. that that's what we're pricing out to do on the other half so and pretty. trying to uniform and then, things. Like, visually, like you can see you have the transparency of seeing the yard, but otherwise all you're seeing is just like vinyl lines everywhere yeah. that are in different solid. shades. Of <laughs> sometimes <laughs> they're almond, sometimes they're white. Yeah. You just never know. That one girl painted them gray. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. So yeah, I do. I think though, like if everybody just had like, you know, black iron fences where you can see all their yards through it, you'd have the transparency, but then you'd also have the line of saying, this is my yard. I need to take care and of it. And it's beautiful to landscape in front of it. Yeah, That's kind of our plan is like if our 
our neighbor then mm-hmm. he has like he he um, breeds highland cows which is so fun to see those like mm-hmm. i don't want to block that he has like all these chickens and turkeys and stuff so fun for my kids mm-hmm. but i it and you get that transparency but it's kind of this like black you know like real iron grid one mm-hmm. with these posts kind of just like every so often and it's really pretty and so I that's what we're post. but it's fun so to pretty. grow things in front of those too because yeah. they kind of act like this trellis for grapevines or whatever you're so trying pretty. to like build out so that's what we're pricing at right now nice is to just continue that around the, the mm. property so i love that anyway so be real in your materials i think is just like the you know if you if you want rock i would i would price it out you know or mm-hmm. if you want if you don't can't afford rock then i would just say keep it plain and just have i don't know they have like some pretty stately like posts that like kind of divide solid yeah you know with a nice cap that ties back into i like that better Mm-hmm. And I'm not saying all the correct terms, so I apologize. But I like that better than the fake stuff. Yeah. I would do that. Again, I think it's just like a simplification of material. S- stick with and it is materials. what it is. Yeah. You know, like I'm Cheers. not pretending to be anything else. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Let's talk about decking. What to consider when adding a deck for entertaining? Well, I think it goes back to kind of like your sh- your cedar shakes, you know, like. What's the if style you do, of your if, home? What's the style? But if you're going to do like real wood decking. Mm-hmm. depending on your demographic, it's going to take more maintenance yeah. than like doing a Trex, mm-hmm. you know, and also thinking about the transition of what is your flooring on the interior? Yes. You know, and how are the, if you're remodeling, what's, what's currently happening there mm-hmm. that you're, you like, or you're keeping and how does that transition to what's happening outside? Yeah. And if you don't like what's happening on the interior, what do you want it to be? Do your exterior with the intention of correcting what's inside eventually. Right. I think in 90% of the homes we're doing, there's usually a hardwood floor before you go outside to a back door. Right. And so I think considering your hardwood floor color with, with that deck material, I, we haven't done a wooden deck ever in the history of Alice Lane. Let's have one. But did they build it on purpose or did they inherit it? They inherited it. It's really pretty, but they just had to restain it and it's beautiful, but. I think it's just hard. It's just. Man, unless you have a lot of shade yeah. for your deck, it's Good it's call. just gonna get yeah, it's gonna yeah. get hammered. Yeah. But it's kinda like teak furniture, right? Yeah. Did you put that on the deck? I I'm nervous. You have a teak chair though. I that do you've been it was, testing. It was given to me and I've yeah, I've been testing it. Yeah. So far okay. You know? Good, but yeah. uh yeah. Left you, to the elements it eventually will splinter. Totally. You know, so just like same thing with your decking material. Real wood will splinter. So if you're going to do treks, do you do the stuff with no grain on it? Just do the regular. Probably. Yeah. You say no grain or regular? I have grain on mine, but I did build seven years ago. I'm curious if there's a better product to I do know. I am too. Maybe. Yeah. Do tell. If any of y'all know of a better product, write in. Yeah. Let's talk about that. Definitely. Okay. Um, let's, let's move on to lighting. Suggestions on attractive outdoor lighting. What looks best? I think where people miss is scale. Yes. On their sconces. Agreed. And I think it's, it's unfortunate because like Home Depot and Lowe's, like I think have the market and then they're just usually too small, too small, too small. And so I think for like the scale, just like it's barely big enough to house the light bulb itself. It is. It's just like the light bulb is touching the black light light that I like. It doesn't feel proportionate to the architecture that you're dealing with. So I would say go, Larger, I would say go like more estate. I would say go more like if if you are a lighter house. Well, in any case, just like just make it feel authentic, make it feel like forged iron, you know, actually happening on your on your home. And like it's really fun. Like we 
is it um, Bavolo? Bevolo? <laughs> anyway, Bevolo Lantern. Yes, I know. Mm-hmm. I see, I hear people say it both ways. Copper. Anyway, you know the company. It's this beautiful gas lanterns, and they have electric too. But the gas lantern is what like everybody just swoons over, and so they have them obviously in like lan- hanging lanterns that can sit over your front porch. They have them in sconces. They have them in post lights. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really pretty if you're like a more Frenchy, you know, East Southern Coast looking, you know house so i love that and i think if you like yeah i think it's just so beautiful agreed yep. i love that um let's talk about the entry doors how do you feel about black slash glass iron doors that are popular ideas for privacy with those i feel like we don't like the black glass curly door the you know what I mean? Like the ornate kind? looking ones or the ones that are like gridded out that are like, let's just pretend like they're talking about the grid, the gridded out ones. Cause those are the ones that are popular today. Yes. I would say like, you know, 20 years ago, it was the curly one. The iron one. Yeah. Yeah. This is like the black metal door. Yeah. That's like the style and rail of it or like very thin. And then it just has like, it's like the grid. factory glass, yes. uh-huh, the yep. iron, you bet. Um, ideas for privacy. They say, I feel like in an entryway, depending on the layout of your home, sometimes the entryway is just like a hall into itself and nobody really lives there, Mm -mm. but like you are, look who's saying like now, Um, (laughs) like totally, (laughs) let's say, let's say the back of the house is where everybody's living. That's how they are at my house. Yeah. So if somebody knocks on the door or rings the doorbell, then usually you come down a hallway to get to the entryway. So you can just pre create a beautiful, like, you know, scene, scene, Mm -hmm. a pretty welcoming area. So I don't know. Um, but if it does, the glass door does reveal your family room mm-hmm. and say your kitchen, your open yeah. area, then I do think privacy might be a thing. I think so too. I like, like at your house, you have the really, you have a solid door. Mm-hmm. That's beautiful. And I think it, it was always painted like more kind of an inky color. Uh huh. But then Jess did these really beautiful side lights, but she did it more in an art glass, you know, kind of like a, a more modern transitional stained glass treatment mm-hmm. where you do have privacy and stuff. It still allows light to come in, but you have the privacy of a solid door. And you also have some pr- privacy that that's not just like a straight flat piece of glass. I think in any case, if you're going to do glass in those side lights, we like to have some movement. It, it's not like a storefront. Mm-hmm. I don't think you need to have clear glass unless you're a contemporary home and you're all glass, right? Yeah, definitely. So, um, so obscure, but I'll, a little obscure, bit. but I mm-hmm. think, be interesting, be interesting about it. I really do. Jess, we should put your house. I love your side lights. And we did that also yeah. on the Linden art manor that we just shot. So pretty. And I think that that's a really beautiful treatment and more interesting and artistic. So yeah. yeah. Love that. Cause I can spot a glacier glass or a seated glass from a mile away. So don't be, don't be ordinary either if you're going to do it. Yeah. Yeah. Good answer. Favorite front door colors. Mm. Everybody has to answer this question. Oh, Whoever has their favorite has to say it first. I just painted mine. I've been in my house for like almost like almost a year and a half or something like that. Mm-hmm. They were just the factory like fiberglass and finally painted them and got hardware on. And I'm like blanking on, it's a bronze color. Pretty. Um, it's Benjamin Moore. I do know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, what color hardware did you do? It's brass. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the color is called dark bronze. I could be wrong though. Mm-hmm but I love that color. Nice. Yeah. That's one thing I look the exterior of my home and I'm like, yes. Nailed it. Yeah. And I just focus on that and not the other 
cedar keys that are there. <laughs> I'd be like an ambiguous green or a coral. Yeah, you Corally would. orange. Like, yeah. I'm like, my lipstick has orange in it. Everything that I love mm-hmm. has like pinky oranges in it. So I'd be either that or I'd be a green or just like something that makes me happy. Yeah. So like, I, I love, love I love all the Palm Spring doors. Mm-hmm. Give, give me the Parker Hotel color doors. I love those so, so much. One, so pretty. Yeah. One tip you gave me, and I think it was great. Uh, we have, in my house, there's a walkout above and so like from my master bedroom mm-hmm. and that door is directly above my front door. Mm-hmm. And you said you would paint the color of that door, just kind of the color of your home, the one above mm-hmm. just to kind of like let it go away yeah, and really focus on the main door. Mm-hmm. And I think that's great advice. Yeah. Then it kind of, it was like my front door now is more of a statement than if I would have done them both the same exact color. Yeah. You kind of want to call that out for wayfinding for people to know where your front door is. Right. They might be like, Oh shoot. How am I going to get up there? Right. A side (laughs) door and a garage door and all these things. Like which door do I enter? I get my ladder. I'll be back. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, for sure. Um, I'm super boring. I would do Navy blue hundred percent of the time. I'm a little peaky, a little peacocky. This is a class, a class act. I just, I love a dark front door, but I do, when I go to Palm Springs, I do just like get my fire lit by all of the fun. I just want to feel like like I'm on vacation all the time. orange, pink, red. There's a door tour that you can go on and see all the different colors of the front door. And it just makes you so darn happy that you want to buy a house there and live there in the winter. Just kiss people on their cheeks and eat great food and buy things. Oh, yes. Love it. Yeah. Okay. Let's so get you be to you. You be figure you. you out. Go on vacation. Figure I it out. I love it. Uh, yep. Garage doors. How to make them beautiful. Mm. I always love garage doors with windows. Mm-hmm. Like when we're selecting for new homes, like yeah. have some light again, just to make the garage a happier place. So it's not so dark. Yeah. Um, and I like it just depending on the house. Sometimes it's like, it's better if it just kind of bleeds into the body of the house. So I don't call attention to it because they're too giant rectangles typically right for, yeah. for a car garage totally and so a lot of times like we'll just keep it white or whatever like the casing colors that we're doing mm-hmm. just to keep it classic i do love i love pretty windows and simple grids yeah yeah i'm gonna say this this is coming from the very like cory uh cedar key guy yes no um <laughs> it's coming from like the very logical of mind of me yeah. yeah um i would say I invested in a insulated door, mm-hmm. garage nice. door. Yeah. Keep your plants in there. I, You're yeah. rich. Um, not, no, not at all. But <laughs> honestly, it is night and day from a garage door I had in the past that was just like, you know, that thin sheet metal and there's no insulation to it whatsoever. Gotcha. Yeah. I would say do that. It's um, obviously keeps your garage at a either cooler or warmer, depending upon it's what It's better for what your season. garage band. Yeah, exactly. Right. I mean, totally. I do actually, I've rehearsed in there a couple of times. I got the cops called on us twice, which is nice. I have a neighbor that doesn't like it, but it is what it is. Um, I honest, yes, I'm a believer in it now. They are more expensive. It, mine was about a third more expensive, but so worth it. And the sound too, because my kitchen is off of my garage and there's not, it's like the main road into my neighborhood. When I have the garage doors open, so like no insulation, it's like the the cars are driving through my house. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. When they're down, it's, I'm there a believer. So 
Yeah. You heard um, it here. On my garage doors. I love a carriage door. Yeah. I just always have. And so we, uh, there's a company here in Utah that will take a standard door and then build on top of it. Cool. And so I, my, my garage doors face the street the same as my front door does. So I had to invest. It's like 50% of the face yeah. of my house. I had to invest in garage doors. So I had to spend a lot of money on three garage doors on the front. We just couldn't get the driveway wide enough to put the garages on the side. I wish I would have tried harder for that. But in any case, I have pretty garage doors and anything that resembles what a carriage they, store. What do they build? Like what do they use to they build do, on the garage um, doors? They have just different styles to choose from. I actually showed them a concept, but um, I'm not sure what the material is, but so far no maintenance. It's awesome. They look awesome. Yeah. Really pretty. And so. it's, it's just on a metal, like framed garage door. Yeah. The inside cool. of mine is, I think it's insulated metal. They're very heavy mm-hmm. doors are, but they look really pretty when they're down. I think they have windows in them. Cool. Yeah. So I don't know. I always just think find a, find a carriage door that you love and, yes. and yeah, look after that, look at pricing, see if it's in the budget. That's always beautiful. Um, okay. Let's. Let me wrap this up because we are nearing time. Um, one question somebody had is, do we do exterior remodels? In our firm, we would do like the whole remodel, but very much so. Uh, I'd say right now, because of the way that the market is, where I talked about earlier in part one, we've just had this huge increase in prices here in Utah and there's not enough inventory. So people are buying homes and we're remodeling the whole home Mm -hmm. in order to, to buy land right now. Land prices are like the Not price a of a house right now. Yeah. And then you need to build on top of it. Contractors you can't get lead times on things are really far out. So if you want to make yourself, you and your family comfortable right away so that your kids can get school and started and not have to get in a rental, you're going to remodel, which is, we kind of go through ebbs and flows. Yeah. Like in 2008, when we started, we were almost all remodels. People are like, Whoa, the economy, yeah. I think we'll stay where we're at and fix up the home we're in that's where we're at again in 2022. Mm-hmm. So we've been open 14 years. So we just saw this cycle pick up again. So we do a lot of really beautiful remodels and it's really fun to see these old homes, great potential. And then the before and afters people go crazy over. So follow yeah. Alice Lane interior design. Yes. If you want to see some of those, you'll see um, a lot of the for before and afters. Time. Yeah, for sure. Yep. One last point I want to make in updating homes your gutters. I think you can always do something really beautiful. We love copper and that is going to give like a brick home. I think you could do it with uh, uh, also a hardy home. Mm -hmm. It's going to give it just like the most beautiful jewelry and all the land. Even if you just do it on the face of the house, I think that's like the artist's last line work guys. Like it just like defines the architecture so beautifully. So definitely. And you can like tie it together with like uh, brass or not brass copper chimney caps Mm -hmm. or something like that. So those last little details really help stick the landing. What are those like the darling little rain gutters that like look like little flowers and tulips or something that like it like trails off. So if you're a charmer, you need one of those. Those are my favorite. I love those. I'll find out the name. I love that. So good. Thanks for listening to Exteriors Part 2, How to Update the Outside of Your Home. Uh, if you guys have any questions, please feel free to send those to Alice at alicelanehome.com and we'll catch you next time. We've always wanted everyone to have some of Alice Lane in their home. So we've created a program where you can have one of our design specialists help you pull your home together one room at a time. They will help you space plan and source each piece down to the very last layer. And get this, these services are complimentary and offered nationwide. 
For more details and information, email us at designrequest at alicelanehome.com or you can give us a call at 800-423-7757. Again, email us at designrequest at alicelanehome.com or call us at 800-423-7757. We are so excited to work with you. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 